The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Tape live and Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, which, by the way, is going to be where we do our epic 24-hour 24 24 stream. Uh, September 19th, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time, going to 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time the next day. Uh, so that should be something. It should be really long and pretty weird, kind of like Raw tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're what a figuring weird out. Show. We're is this figuring they, out. Is this one of the episodes they re, re, rewrote the last minute? I can yeah. almost guarantee it was. It feels like it. There was no preview up as of like 1 o'clock or whatever. I can almost guarantee there was no that, preview. that was the case. I'm not even going to say it was like a bad show. There were parts of it that were bad. It was just a weird show. Like, for yeah. example, I understand the idea that Nia Jax said she could beat the Riot Squad by herself, and that precipitated both? Of those handicap matches doesn't make that's, any sense. That's really booking yourself into a corner. It right really there. is, and, and uh, regardless of the outcome of either or both those matches, I don't really feel like anybody gets anything out of it. Nobody gets anything. Nobody so, gets like, anything out of it. Yeah, Shayna lost that last, that the first one, and she just sort of. The thing that I liked about it is that she loses it, but it's like she did, like she was, yeah, she was, you know, talking to Nia the whole time. You know, like not taking it really seriously, and she was still able to handle. Like honestly, even with Shayna losing, the Riot Squad looked worse there because Shayna never really looked in danger, and she just sort of got caught. So, like the general premise of that was kind of—I don't know. You tell me, what's the what? What are we going to put on the thumbnail for this episode, Larson? What's the biggest thing to come out of this? Well, I mean, Cedric's heel turn. I, I'm assuming that's the thing. It's not really like an A story or even a B story, but that's that's the thing that I like the most. It's that. Yeah, that was that was handled pretty well. Yeah, um, I like that a lot, actually. And then, I don't know, Randy getting Claymore to bunch. I liked all that stuff. Yeah, I thought that was I, good, too. I, I really liked all the Orton. Orton is putting in some really good work these days. This dude selling, especially right before the third one, when it showed him about to leave, and he just looked miserable. He was holding his face, and he had a stupid little wrestling bag with him. You know what they should have done? He was limping out. That we was good. should have done. You know, uh, Brando in the first Godfather to get his... You know, like his jaw, the wider stuffed swaps, a bunch yeah. of cotton in there. Mm-hmm. That's what Orton should have did on one side. Yeah, like his face was swelled up. That'd be good. I like that. Um, so yeah, that was. I thought that was good stuff. I thought there was a lot of good stuff. I'm not sure why Dominic Dominic Mysterio is still in the main event of Raw though. That's sort of weird. Yeah, that finish, that finish was weird. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's like, like it has that supposed to be satisfying as a fan to watch. <laughs> like the daughter looks so uncomfortable. Like and, and, and then and, the mom and, and Mrs. Mysterio did too. <laughs> Like, hey, let's celebrate our bloodlust uh, and 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 take out Seth's poor hapless apprentice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and celebrate. At the it. end of it, I just felt bad for Buddy. It's like, man, yeah, you're, getting, you're getting beat to hell with a bunch of kendo sticks. In kayfabe, I have they were going pretty easy for you. Yeah, yeah, 
It was uh, it was silly. It was so silly. A lot of Raw was silly, and it just felt really. Li- I I'd laid on my bed and watched this. I plugged in the Chromecast on my TV, so maybe that was part uh, of it. I was just laying there. I was so comfortable. I should have taken a nap. Yeah, you probably could have <laughs> not missed a whole lot. We got more scrap iron tonight. That was cool. Oh, dude, uh, can we put scrap iron in the thumbnail? Sure. Done. Top ten scrap iron moments from May from this season. Uh, hopefully, uh, Hanson Ivar is all right. Mm. They guy had to rush the finish of that uh, that eight man tag match because uh, he got hurt during a suicide dive, threw up the X for himself. All right, um, and uh, they were attending to him, and it seems like that finish was like, all right, we need to get out of here to make sure he's fine. Uh-huh. Um, let's talk about how pointless Raw Underground is right now because it's utterly pointless. Uh, like, yeah, it was a good premise, an interesting yeah. premise when it debuted, and now it's just going nowhere fast. Yeah, yeah. What was the deal with that Kevin Owens, Alistair Black? thing and then they get beat by like a performance center guy i know <laughs> i know like i get because the idea they, because they barely brushed up against them basically i i get the idea well kevin owens shoved him they i get the idea that they were fighting throughout the entirety from when they started to to when that that finished and it went through like five different matches that were shown on raw um yeah raw underground is just one of those curiosities that it's not going to be it's not going to be around very long. No, it, it, it isn't. I mean, maybe, maybe if something happens where Vince actually does pass off creative, not pass, if he passes off creative to Shane completely and totally, maybe we'll see Raw Underground in its truest form because it's a Shane idea. Yeah. And if it's if it's filtered through Vince and Bruce or Vince and whoever else is, is running the show, uh, it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna be a stunted version of what it should be, which is what we're getting right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting the kernel of the idea, nothing more. Mm-hmm, exactly. You yeah. Know, we're we're getting a, a different set where wrestlers can have fights. I guess it's a vessel strictly to advance storylines that don't happen within Raw Underground for the most part. Sorry. I like the, I like this fear and loathing. Yeah, I still I still like the general idea. Is it wasted? I don't think it's wasted because we've gotten some cool stuff. We got Jessamine Duke. We've got Marina Shafir. There's been good stuff. They're not going full on with what they should be doing with it. But we've See, gotten some thing. good stuff. It, it's been useful. There's been some good stuff, but even the good stuff feels like spinning the wheels on the idea of Raw Underground and not necessarily pushing the idea forward. It still feels half cocked. Um, so, like for example. You know, we've seen, and granted, and, 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 and this plays right into what you're saying, Arturo Huas. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Is this guy going to, like, be a mainstay here in Raw Underground and then transition that character, which I think could work on main roster, to main roster? That's apparently, how you use Raw Underground. Apparently, uh, I think Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out that uh, he's been on main event of late. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There's a stepping stone. All right. Here's what we can have in our thumbnail. Why is it the Retribution, who's supposed to be some, you know, like group that is not, doesn't exist within the universe or doesn't exist within the structure of kayfabe WWE? You know, they're like essentially an invading force. They're not welcome there. Mm. How is it they have graphics then that show up on the Tron? Oh, big Titan time. Yeah. Well, the idea is they're like the SmackDown hacker, they took over. They 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 know production. That hasn't they been presented. They they went into the production truck one time, smashed the laptop, and left. 
Yeah, no, no. They went to the production truck and they started like dicking with all the shots. Remember, they were messing with production. They can oh, do this. Time. Yeah, that's right. They well, can that, do that, this. That mess, messing with production isn't the same as, as actually doing something constructive. The um, interesting thing about retribution is that they exist both in kayfabe and out of kayfabe because they do exist in the universe and yet they exist outside of the universe as well, messing with the production truck and stuff. Yeah. So they, they um, occupy an interesting space. Yeah. We'll talk uh, about retribution. What's up? When we what get was to up him. with Dijakovic? Sound like a He-Man villain with his voice like that. Why, why is it that they modulated Dijakovic's voice and it still just sounded like Dijakovic? I don't think they did anything. I think he just made his voice gruffer and deeper. I don't think they put any, <laughs> put any filter on oh, it. Oh, some of it sounded... Mo- you don't think so? No, whoever talked first sounded like maybe there was some... Uh, I think they both were. I think Dijak just is is above the spe- the, the, the no, no, audio I modulation. I channeling Ultimate Warrior and just talking. <laughs> that could be. Anyways, let's get this thing started. It was a weird episode. Orton uh, comes out to drop a promo. He says uh, he'd jump through whatever hoops he has to get to to get another shot at the WWE title. He's faced uh, Kevin Owens, a triple threat. He's like, and geez, tonight I got to face Keith Lee again. And uh, Lee, you stick around me long enough, eventually you're going to get kicked in the head. But now let's talk about Drew McIntyre. So I'm talking to you, Drew. Camera. The camera. The camera. So I'm talking to you right now, Drew. So and, is it okay uh, if I talk in the camera? Yeah. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> I block my own scenes. He says, uh, he basically says, uh, they, they say, I'll face you at Clash of Champions if you recover in time. He says, the truth is, I kicked you in the head and broke your jaw. He says, now I'm a patient man, but, and then Larson, holler, if you hear me, Scott Steiner shows up. He's driving an ambulance. He brought Drew McIntyre back. Drew McIntyre rushes Randy Orton. He claymores Randy Orton. Whenever I hear sirens, I think it's Scott Steiner. Same. Same. I was actually kind of disappointed it wasn't Scott Steiner. Yeah, even no. though I knew deep down that was yeah. never going to happen. Uh, so next, Hurt Business, they arrive at the arena, and MVP's telling some story. And uh, there's a janitor, you know, doing his job. He's just trying to mop a floor. He's trying to mop, and MVP was like, hey, what did you say about Shelton's mama? And he's getting on this guy to try to uh, admit that he said something about Shelton's mama. He didn't say anything about Shelton's mama. Uh, but- and so, you know, they corner him. They intimidate him. And then uh, Shelton knees him in the gut, and they just walk off. MVP was like, well, you calling me a liar? No, sir. Well, why'd you say something about his mama? I didn't. You'd call me a liar? Yeah. Poor bastard. Uh, after that, scrap iron, Adam Pierce. He's telling Drew. He's like, and in and, and full authority. And he's really tall, so it's not like Drew can intimidate him. That's what I love about scrap iron. He's not actually intimidated by anybody. Anyways, he says, Drew, you're not cleared, man. You, you know, he's he strikes. Uh, he's like William Regal, but doesn't get frazzled. Like yeah. Regal's not intimidated by anybody. Right. He's yeah. not intimidated by uh, anybody at all. You can tell but he the, gets frazzled, though. Yeah. The difference is Regal gets frazzled. He's not intimidated because everybody's like five feet zero there. Yeah. Um, Adam Pierce, he's up against like seven footers. And he's not rattled because he's scrap iron. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he says, Drew, listen, man. And he doesn't, he's not like threatening him or anything. He's like, listen, I just, I can't have another stunt like that. You need, I need you to leave the premises. You're not medically and, uh, cleared. Yeah. So then Drew's like, oh, okay, fine. So he goes, and then scrap iron turns to security. He's like, listen, no more surprises. Go on, go do your job. Yeah. No more uh, uninvited guests or surprises. Next, we have a six-man tag team action. We got Apollo Crews, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander versus Hurt Business. So faces make their entrances first. Cedric last amongst them. Hurt Business jumps Cedric during his entrance. 
Cruz and Ricochet. They were up the ramp to make the save. And then I think Cruz was in this match basically the entire time for his team. Uh, He's isolated. He's getting destroyed by Hurt Business uh, until he hits an Insegiri after Shelton's kind of distracted by Cedric and Ricochet. Uh, He tries to get the tag to Ricochet. Cruz does. And then Cedric pulls Ricochet off the apron, tosses him around ringside, and Cruz is yelling at him, what are you doing? (laughs) So uh, he gets back to, to, to wrestling. Cedric hits the ring, hits Cruz with a lumbar check, and then Shelton hits Cruz with pay dirt to get the wind. And so you have uh, Shelton, MVP, Lashley in the ring, um, and Cedric on the outside. So he didn't join them immediately to celebrate. So at yeah, first so I was yeah. like, hmm, is I this know. some sort of swerve that's in the works here? You're not the. This is what I loved about it, though. You're not the only person who thought that. I thought that, and Shelton Benjamin thought that also. Because yeah. later on we got a little talking, too, with him. We'll get to that in a second. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we had the Street Profits versus the new jacket of uh, Angel Garza. New pants, too. They're blue pants. New pants. Yeah, they're, Instead they're of green. blue. I thought they were black. They were no, blue. They're, they're like dark, dark, dark blue. What color was his jacket? I thought it was black and white. No, I thought it was dark, dark, dark blue, too. Oh, is this one of those things, like, on the internet? Maybe. Is this dress blue or yellow? It's probably, your TV is probably, like, lighter. Well, I was watching on my laptop. Maybe it's cooler. Maybe it's cooler. Let's see what Chad has to say. Anyways, go ahead. (laughs) You're probably right. I make sure on my TV to crush the blacks. Um, Anyways, uh, so, yeah. They're obviously pissed off at Garza. They walk right past him during entrances. That's Andrade and uh, Zelina Vega. And that's the that's the entire story of this very fast match. Andrade and Garza and Zelina are all just arguing the entire time. It's really distracting. Easy win. So they're saying it. Uh, first answer is blue? Yeah. Blue. Okay. I thought it was blue. Yeah, it was. Uh, it the was, black and it white was, would look really cool. It was, it was a really easy win for the Street Profits. So after they get the W, uh, Cesaro... And Nakamura hit the stage. This is Raw, not SmackDown. But then we go to commercial. We come back. And Cesaro says that he's shocked to find out that the Profits, Street Profits, were the longest reigning tag champs in years. Uh, but, you know, they don't really defend the titles. Um, but what you're looking at here is real champs. Because thanks to the quarterly, he said, brand-to-brand invitational, we're going to challenge you to champion versus champion bout next week. Mm-hmm. And Nakamura says, because they want the smoke. Yeah. Street Profits. They have a retort. Uh, Dawkins says, hey, you can't hang with us. Uh, you know, he says, I've said this several times. I'll say it again. 
Montez is my family. Uh, Ford says, yes, they have a real bond, unlike you, Bar 2.0, and he says to Cesaro, I wonder if he knew this was not a good line, and that's why he kind of stumbled over it. He says, maybe you should go, uh, or sorry, considering how many partners you've had, maybe you should go get an STD test. Yeah, it's it, it was a bad line. Um, uh, yeah, the, I think that their their comeback was generally pretty bad, saying the the bar two point you've had a lot of partners, which is actually true. But uh, but yeah, I feel like this this should be a really good match. Um, yeah. Probably won't have like a real finish. Some people here in chat are bringing up this. You and I are both thinking it. Unify these damn titles. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. Me too. That's what I was hoping. Have a, have a match of Clash of Champions and have them unify the titles. Well, maybe they'll still do that. There's a week you know, left. They can do the, the wonk finish next week and then unify the titles. A couple people here in chat are saying that. I think that'd be terrific. They don't have a lot of tag teams. It's obvious tag team wrestling is not on their agenda. So might as well just have like one pretty decent division. Um, Instead of two kind of uh, mediocre divisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that... Uh, we've got some silliness with the 24-7 title. Our truth uh, he's a nice little looking uh, dessert spread there in catering. But uh, then, like, the ninjas show up, and uh, he runs away. It's really not worth it justifying talking about that anymore. Uh, after that, we had uh, uh, Peyton Royce with a new theme song. She looks really weird alone. She was taken on yeah. Billy Kay. New theme song. She looks really weird alone. Yeah, and the theme is is generic and boring, and like you're so used to the iconics, ah, ah, music hitting. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a killer great. track. It's a killer and, track. And you know they do their pose together on the ring or on the stage. Sorry, make the way down the ring, and there was none of that, and it felt strange. I didn't. Peyton, I, it, it was no. Peyton, it takes well, to get used to. There are a couple of things I didn't like about this. Number one, I thought that the character work between the two of them was outstanding in the ring. Yeah. I thought the the awkwardness. I thought a couple of things sort of, I'm not going to say killed this match for me. Commentary the entire time was hyping up Peyton starting her singles career. That's all they would talk about. They wouldn't really reference the fact that Billy is also starting a singles career. They're just telegraphing, A, the winner of this particular match, and B, that they have zero plans for Billy Kay. At least, like, float it out there for people who might be interested and people mm-hmm. might kick up a stink on Twitter about it. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, give Billy Kay a chance. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. So that bugged me. That being said, uh, it was a fun little match. Um, like I said, uh, they, you know, kicked it off by basically continuing their arguing over who lost the match for them last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and that played into it. Um, there's a lot the of really end, good wrestling in here, too. There's a lot of really good, good back wrestling. and yeah. forth, especially there after some, they started arguing. Uh, I mean, they only really gave like, Seven minutes or so. If it was that. It, it was, was not a long match. Um, I really this honestly, dude, this was such a wasted opportunity. It's it's like they were just like, well, screw it. Nobody really cares about them as a team, so nobody's gonna care about their breakup. So let's just get this out of the way. That's that's how it felt. That's yeah. how it was presented. And I'm like, they could have made a bigger deal about this. And they people could have been to into a, it. To a certain extent, I appreciate they didn't say they didn't go the the usual route of oh tag team breaks up, let's have the two members feud against each other. Mm-hmm. I like that this is like a match they were booked into. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you know, there's a nice moment at the end that seemed very genuine and very real. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like give give this match some weight, some importance. Give them 12, 15 minutes. Let them tell a story in the ring. 
You know what really what really irritated me, I think, at, towards the start of this match? Michael Cole said, shouldn't their breakup have been more emotional? Did he, well, he's on SmackDown. Maybe he doesn't watch Raw. <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that could be. That could be. But I was like, I feel like it was. Like, they had yeah, a whole montage last week before the match. After the match, they were crying. They had a whole dot-com thing where they were basically out of character saying how much they mean to each other. Like... Stop selling that this is not a big deal because to at the very least to the two competitors in the ring, it is a very big deal. I don't know. It felt like weird, like yeah. oddly disrespectful to like the storyline, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so uh, Peyton got the win with her twisting brain buster. Um, and then afterwards, uh, Peyton helps Billy up, gives her a huge hug. Nice. Yeah. Moment. Why didn't she? I mean, she probably should have, like, I don't know. You have that moment. Take advantage of it. If Peyton, I mean, okay, if Peyton's going to be a face, then fine. I think Peyton would make a pretty good heel, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw that last week when she threw her best friend into the Sharks at Raw Underground. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. You know, have her pick her up, hug her, and then give her the, you know, the, the super kick through the barbershop window, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyways. Uh, after that, we have uh, another. I feel like we have one of these every week. Seth, Ray, Dominic recap. Uh, Mysterio family, they arrive at the arena. Oh, and there's Buddy creeping in the background. No. Um, and then we get a Mysterio family interview. Ray gives an update on his triceps injury, says he's got no timetable for a return yet, but he can't wait to get back in the ring and put an end to Seth Rollins. He's proud of his son. He knows what he needs to do against Murphy, but he knows what he needs to do to put an end to Seth. I think that's mm. what he said. I this is terrible note taken here on my part. Sorry. So Dom is about to speak, and then Buddy's like, "Hey, hey, up here, I'm on the Tron." <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the question of Dom is like, "How do you feel in advance of this match?" And Buddy says, "Dom, you should feel awful because it was you, Dom, that made Seth not like me anymore." Um, and Ray said, "Hey, that's not our fault that you pledge your loyalty to Seth. You reap what you sow." And Buddy says, Ray, you're right. You know what? Dom has a bright future in WWE, but time to end that. Buddy challenges Dom to a street fight. Street fight. Uh, Dom says, I'm more than willing to embarrass you again in front of your Messiah. I accept. Uh, Buddy says, hey, bring your family ringside because they'll get to watch your last match. Uh, and Dom says, hey, don't you lay a hand on my family. Uh, do you think Seth was watching Raw tonight legitimately? No. No. Probably not. No. He might be a big enough mark to watch that even on his days off, though. Maybe you wonder if he DVRs and just f fast forward to the stuff he's not interested in. That could be. Like, he's trying to watch it live, and Becky's like, dude, you're home. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, so Naya and Shayna uh, both have. So they're like, wait, we've got a handicap match. We've got handicap matches against the Riot Squad. They're talking a scrap iron. But then he's like, yeah, the, the, you and then you. And then Drew walks by, and Scrap Iron's like, hey, Drew, why are you still here? I just said leave the premises. I'm like, oh, I forgot my phone. I got I to gotta get my phone back. And so he was like, okay, fine, but then you have to leave. Uh, after that, we had tag team action. Asuka <clears throat> and Mickey James versus Lana and Natalia. <clears throat> uh Mickey was pretty much isolated most of this match because she, yeah. I think, started off. Uh, Lana, like, hit I her think Oscar was going to start, and Mickey's like, "No, I want to start." Yeah, she wants to prove that she is best 
top challenger. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lana hits her finish on Mickey James. Uh, that's broken up by Oscar. Natalia, I think, takes out Oscar at that point. So Mickey James goes for a tag, but she's not there. Yep. So she's like, I'm going to go to the moon. So she starts climbing up to the turnbuckle, but Oscar's like, oh, I'm better. Tags herself in, taps out Lana within moments. Yeah. And uh, Mickey holds Natalia back. So they get the win there. And uh, Oscar, you know, is like sort of mocking uh, Mickey yeah, James because. Dancing. It's obvious she's the she's going to be the one. Has that yeah. actually been made official? Like, are they Ooh, Oscar uh, and Mickey? That's happening yeah. next week. That's what? Oh, that's how, that's not happening at Clash of Champions. No, next week. Oh wow. Okay. Cool. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money: Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. Monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Uh, after uh, that, we got Hurt Business and Cedric backstage, and uh, MVP wants to know if Cedric is ready to make it official in the VIP lounge tonight. Cedric says yes. So MVP Lashley, they walk on ahead. Shelton uh, st- stays back with Cedric, and he t- says to him, you know, uh, I hope you did come to your senses, because if not, if you're playing some kind of game here, I'm going to find out, and I'm going to beat you up. I really like this. I love that Shelton is their enforcer. Mm-hmm. They're giving him – they gave him the pin tonight, mm-hmm. um, and they had this little spot. I Dude, I'm so over the moon happy that Shelton Benjamin oh, has same. like – same. A meaty part after all these years of basically doing nothing. I love it. I think it's so great. I mean, Agreed. dude, again, uh, yeah. who would have thought a year ago, MVP, not only is he back, right? Why should I care about that? But this guy has formed and seemingly is like has basically carte blanche on the entirety of this story. That's what that's when he talks in interviews, that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, these are guys that I want to work with and he ends up working with them. Mm-hmm. This is all really good stuff. It is. And the it fact is. that he's cuz this easily and I don't know if if he is the guy that's, you know, in charge, this easily could have been something he would have said, you know? But they give it to Shelton, who could easily be like the guy just standing there doing nothing, just mm-hmm. strength and numbers guy. Mm-hmm. But no, I like that, that each each member of Hurt Business has a character. They, they have, have a character. They have a dimension. role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I like that both MVP, who never would have expected this. Never. Mm-hmm. Never. I know. Never. Both MVP know. and Shelton having a bit of a career renaissance right now. It's fantastic. I've been a Shelton Benjamin fan for a number of years, and it's great mm-hmm. that he's actually in a pretty high-profile role. Again, because after you know they, they announced they are going to re-sign him, they found out he had a bump shoulder. He had to wait a year to come back, and they never really did much with him. Yeah, right. Um, and it's good to see him. It's something good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that led to VIP Lounge with Cedric Alexander. MVP uh, does a really fairly long-winded introduction for Cedric. Says, all right, your life's about to change from this moment forward. 
they hand him the shirt, which you know you join a faction if you put the shirt on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he didn't put the shirt on, but it's kind of because MVP, he accepted the shirt, though. MVP says, what made you change your mind? And Cedric says, you know, I'd rather uh, learn and earn than be on the business side of another beatdown. <laughs> he said, yeah. I was going broke with Ricochet and Apollo Crews. It, he says, you know what, MVP, you're right. It is tough being in a tag team with the a partner whose nickname is the one and only. And I like this. He said, I was tired of putting my body on the line just so Apollo Crews could get a championship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before he can continue, Viking Raiders interrupt with Apollo Crews, with Ricochet. They all hit the ring. Brawl breaks out. Faces clear the ring. Go to commercial. We know it's going to happen next. Eight-man tag team action. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, you know, th- this is just the perfect example of sometimes just being a bad guy, you just have so much more to do because this is the most I've seen from Cedric since, like, the 205 Live days, which there mm-hmm. was some really good stuff in the 205 mm-hmm. Live days. Oops, sorry. Um, there was some really good stuff back then, and this is the best I've seen since then. Yeah, uh, definitely, it's, definitely. It's really good. So, yeah, like you said, obviously that turned into an eight-man tag match, and this match was basically to sell the idea that Cedric has firmly hurt business at this point. Um, I thought there was some really good TV direction in the moment when uh, Ricochet and Cedric had their kind of face-off. I thought that was really good for yeah, a tag yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. For a tag team that really didn't accomplish much of anything, um, the the betrayal there was as palpable as it possibly could be. You know what I mean? Uh, with these yeah. two guys, they obviously have a great chemistry. Well, I think they were... Sorry, they were but, never pushed to do no, anything. Unfortunately, no. Uh, the, <laughs> like, the moment MV, especially. I was going to say MVP wanted Shane Thorne and uh, the big guy, Brendan Vink. Yeah. For some reason. Anyways, go go ahead. So, I mean, like the, you, you you mentioned that 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 moment. So, uh, Rick Shea, he gets tagged in. He goes on a bit of a run. Uh, he hits a couple moonsaults on MVP, I believe. Cedric tries to sneak in there and break up the pin, and Rick and Ricochet sees him and just puts his head up and gets off the pin. So there's a great little stare down moment between the two of them that was really good. So I just want to mention that that with a uh, uh, using only a handful of shots, you get the sense of betrayal on Ricochet's face, uh, and and Cedric, uh, you know, responding to it accordingly. It was really good. Um, so Ricochet blocks a lumbar check. They eventually both are are, are, are tagged into the match. They're training some shots. Ricochet hits a super kick. We saw him do a dragon suplex. That was cool. MVP breaks that up. Match breaks down. There's brawl. Everybody's hitting moves on one another. Uh, M- uh, Hanson takes out MVP. Shelton and Lashley with a suicide dive. And so right after that, there's footage of him tossing up an X. Mm-hmm. Um, WB just posted an update on his condition. It says that he suffered a cervical injury during the suicide dive, and as precaution, Ivar was transported to a local hospital expected to make a full recovery, so neck issue. Oh, um, uh, early reports were a stinger. Oh. So, oh. that sucks. That um, does suck. So while, you know, the I assume uh, medics are waiting to, to get down to the ringside, uh, Ricochet misses a 6.30. Cedric hits the Mishinoku driver on him. Uh, covers, ref counts... Two ricochet kicks out, bell rings, mm-hmm. and until you find out that Hanson is hurt, you're like, "What? What the heck happened?" Yeah, they just got the finish of the match done out of the way, so they can come attend to Hanson. So it's 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 good they put uh, Hanson's health above the match. 
Yes, that is very good because that's what you should be doing in professional wrestling. After that, uh, Drew McIntyre just lingering. He's just he's just, biding his time, man. He's milling about, and Charlie's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, my phone. I got the wrong one. Got the wrong phone." And she's like, "Oh, okay." Uh, so then uh, Shane, I like this a little bit. Uh, Kevin Owens shows up to to Raw Underground, and I like that even though Shane is a completely different character now, uh, uh, they still reference all the issues that him and Kevin Owens had. Yep. And he's like, "Look, I know we've had our issues in the past, but welcome to Raw Underground." And he's like, "Oh, okay." Still a jackass, you know, Shane. And uh, so Shane opens the door for him. He goes on in. <clears throat> Uh, after that, we had uh, Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Um, it's funny. It's a good thing that they got his debut match and his payback match out of the way. Because if this was, if this had been his debut match, <laughs> then then everybody'd be shitting themselves. Because there was, I mean, they were still selling him and they still protected him. Like I loved, I loved the the no sell and the RKO attempt. How he just stood there. And Randy was trying to do there. I love that stuff. It's just the fact that he just showed up, basically got beat. I mean, mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm, going to be a mm-hmm, one, two, three. We know mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, they protected him. They didn't have him eat a pin. But then he just quantum leaps out of there, and yeah. we don't hear him. Don't see him. He needs a feud, and he needs a feud right now. He does need a feud. And he does need a feud right now, and he needs to have words with Drew McIntyre a second time. Mm-hmm. Drew's interfered in one of his matches. Mm-hmm. Second time. They're friends, uh, but still, that that should be a, a point of contention between yeah. the two of them. And Keith yeah. should bring that up. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they'll get him into something pretty soon. But otherwise, I thought that, again, this match, you know, for what it was, it was designed to make him look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, that, Like yeah. I mentioned, that RKO bit was really good. Orton was really selling his jocks. Like early on, he rolls out of the ring. It's like, you know. Yeah. Doing this stuff, pointing at it, talking to the ref about how bad his jaw hurt from getting Claymore <laughs> earlier. Gets back in briefly, rolls out again. Lee has to grab Orton by his ear to pull mm-hmm. him up to the apron. And that's where the match really starts. And, you know, Orton tried for an RKO a couple times. The first one, Lee just blocked based on strength. The other one, he escaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finish saw him go for a spirit bomb. Orton escapes that, hits an RKO. And basically, as soon as he gets up, Drew hits the ring, hits Randy with another Claymore. Um, and he gets in his face and said, uh, Orton, I want, to, I want you to start seeing me in your nightmares. So mm-hmm. he leaves the ring. Scrap Iron meets him on the stage. And he's like, hey, you keep putting yourself at risk. And Drew's like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah. I'll just go home now. I love that because Scrap Iron's like, he's not yelling at him. He's like, look, I'm trying to help you help yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently uh, Doc Linderman here in chat says uh, Keith Lee acknowledged it on Raw Talk. Um, I'd like to see that on the television. Okay, so White Brownie says he said on Raw Talk that he feels he hasn't been able to prove himself because of a certain superstar. There you go, man. There you Have go. Him fight. Have him fight Drew McIntyre. Yep. Uh, so we get Orton and Scrap Iron backstage, and uh, Pierce has just apologized to Orton. Um, and says, I give you my word. He's Drew's gone. I watched him exit the building myself, and Orton says, well, Sorry, you should be saying sorry because you, you can't do your job. And then Orton says, uh, "You know what? Your words they mean nothing to me. Nothing." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
kind of rude to yell scrap iron like that, but you know, Randy Orton's got Claymore. He's frustrated. I, I mean, I understand Randy just yeah. got Claymore second yeah. time. Still, that's scrap iron. Don't talk to him like that. After that, we had uh, Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. Uh, I have written my notes here. This match really helps no one. We already talked about that. Um, yeah. So Shayna's doing her typical move set. Uh, and uh, Nia Jax is like, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you're not doing anything special. And she's like, oh, you want me to try a Simone drop then? Like, try, I'll do your finisher and show you how easy it is. And then so she tries to get Liv up for a Simone drop. Liv drops down, rolls her up for three. Uh, so she got it there. <laughs> Shana gets up, and she's, like, just yelling at Nia. But she doesn't really care about this because she's still like, why am I here? And I actually like the interaction between her and Nia. I think they have an odd chemistry. They have a decent chemistry. I like it, man. I think it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so back to Ronda Graham we go. Owens and Alistair are still fighting. Uh, and it's like they'll fight in the ring for a bit, and then uh, they'll go to the crowd, fight some more, and Shane will yell, and then we're done with that segment. That's mm. pretty much all run, Raw Underground is. Ah! Stuff happens. Shane yells, uh, and we cut away. You know what's funny about that, too, is that when he said, hey, this match is still going on. This fight's still happening. We'll be right back with Raw Underground. I thought to myself, we're not actually going to be back with Raw Underground, are we? We're not going to come back from commercial and it's going to be on. I actually thought that to myself, and that's exactly what happened. We come back from commercial, and uh, and we're at Nia Jax versus the Riot Squad. Now, um, she sets up, she tries to do the elbow smash thing, but, uh, instead of hitting it, uh, whoever was in the ring, Liv or, or Ruby, like move their hand out of the way. So she just ended up stomping her leg. And I think they had already worked on her leg a little bit. Ruby had like drop kicked her knees. Yeah. Actually, so right like, squad to start the match leg. got a lot of offense and yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, the finish of this got cut. Yeah, because I forgot what did she? She didn't actually hit a Simone drop, did she? No, no. The uh, Ruby escapes. Liv tags herself in. The lights start to flicker, and the and the right yeah. squad hit a bunch of moves. And yeah, row. okay, yeah. And then Liv covers, and the lights come down all the way. Yeah, the ref get, counted two, and then like the 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 lights were out, so evidently yeah. he didn't know where the mat was. Yeah, I guess um, not. Uh, Retribution graphics show up on the Trons. Uh, they're up on the Tron. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know who was talking first. I, I was guessing it was Dio Madden. Oh, could be. I don't really um, remember and, much of what his voice sounds like because he was on Raw uh, for just a second. Uh, and then, you know, this was actually kind of a manifesto mm-hmm, trying sure. to explain why they yeah. were there. Essentially, they've been cast aside from the company. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dijakovic gets to talk next, uh, doing a full Ultimate Warrior impression. Yeah. It was something um, else. And the funny thing is also, like, he used several, like, he mentioned eyes at one point, and then he mentioned the word feed at one at one point. And I was like, you're not even trying to be mysterious. It's it's clearly, anybody who's watched NXT at all, any of the episodes he's on, clearly it's Dijak. I know. You can, you can try to hide your voice, whether it's through filtration or just trying to, you know, make it gruffer and louder and <laughs> it deeper. It doesn't matter what it is. I it's know clearly. that's Dominic Dijakov. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, after that, we had uh, the Mysterio family. I actually I actually went on my phone. I grabbed the screenshot of Retribution. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I did some enhancements on it. One, I mean, one of them is... So there's... Uh, Mia Yim is one of them. I'm pretty sure this one here is Shane Thorne. Uh, I can't really tell who the other girl is. Yeah, I can't really tell. 
But yeah, I mean the die jack is just it's just yeah, clear. It's, it's totally, just cl- it's you sent, clear. You sent, as me, day. you sent me a part of the picture. Yeah, that's totally die jack. Like even from here in this little window, y'all die can jack. tell this is die jack. It's die jack. Yeah, that's right. It's gonna be an yeah, Arby's knife for retribution. Be, it's gonna be an Arby's knife for retribution. After that, we got another Mysterio family interview, and they kind of said the same thing. Uh, Ray says, "Yeah, we got Buddy's message. Uh, he won't scare us away from ringside." Uh, so he can make a uh, sacrifice out of Dom and get back to Seth's good graces. Mysterio family will be in Dom's corner, and if Buddy tries anything, we know how to handle ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what happened. Uh, in Ronda Ground, they're still fighting Kevin Owens and Aleister Black. Uh, Kevin Owens at one point uh, is trying there on the floor again, trying to get to Aleister Black. He shoves uh, Dabakato, Babatunde, who then uh, gets mad, gets in there, and just basically puts them both down. Yeah, he uh, uh, spine busters Owens and hits a huge choke slam on Alex. Yeah, yeah, that's he is a big dude. Um, so after that, uh, Randy Orton uh, is leaving the building, still selling the claim claymores. Uh, he's starting to get interviewed by Charlie and Drew attacks him. He gets claymore a third time, and Orton is just out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, uh, ambulance takes him out after that, and then we've got Dominic versus Murphy as our main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic was uh, again pretty impressive in this match. I mean, if there's one thing is the reps being on Raw every week. I mean, God, this guy is it's pretty pretty good for his age and mm-hmm. for his mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he does a fun splash off of some of the Thunderdome fans at one point. That took yeah, us to cool. commercial. Next, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in this, but that uh, sunset flip power bomb that Ray does uh, off the mat oh, through Dom uh, did it like double the speed. He did a double the speed. It was all, like it was more fluid than Ray's, and he's mm-hmm. like all like double his height. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was great. Yeah, it puts Murphy through a table, hits a frog splash, uh, and then uh, Mysterio puts uh, they they put Murphy in the ropes. They just take kendo sticks to him, get the whole family involved. It was a big family affair. It's felt bad for Buddy, man. I mean, I understand that he he beat up on Dom pretty good. Yeah, he gave him some nasty welts. I don't really but, feel bad for Murphy. I I felt bad for uh, Mama Mysterio. She didn't look like she wanted to do that, and Mysterio was like, "No, you take this kendo stick, you beat the shit out of that guy for what he did to our son." And she was like, "This is really violent. I did not sign up for this." Yeah, no. So yeah. <laughs> Anyways, fun match though. <laughs> Yeah, it was all right. It was kind of weird, though, at one point uh, in a street fight, Buddy put an abdominal stretch on Dom. I'm like, street fight, you can do whatever you want. Why are you doing an abdominal stretch? I know that yeah. led to Dom hip-tossing Buddy out. But uh, it, like from a strategic standpoint, you can do whatever you want. Kick, kick him, him in the front. Why did nobody kick, him kick anybody in the balls? Kick him in the nobody front Nobody went for the balls. First thing you should have done. Yep. Kick him in the front area, not abdominal yep. stretch. Kick to the front area. There you go. Let's answer some questions. Sounds good. I've got a thread up on the... Here it is. Oh, I noticed they're on the Patreon also for Twitch subs and YouTube channel members and patrons. Ask Stephen Larson went live today. today. What's the best cereal ever? Find out on Ask Stephen Larson for patrons, Twitch subs... And YouTube channel members. I like that we get a lot of food questions because the the food themed episodes seem to do well. Yeah, get your food questions in for Ask <laughs> Steve and Larson. Uh, no Flow Joe says they should have give gave them back their NXT themes. Is that Retribution? Oh, Iconics. 
Well, Billy Kay's was, was the, the iconic theme. theme. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything about Peyton Royce's theme. I didn't. I tonight I seem to remember. I didn't really mind Peyton Royce's. I think I could get used it to that. It didn't. Generic. It, generic it wasn't that generic. Theme. It was pretty generic. Listen to yeah. it again. It's pretty generic. It's not as. Theme. It wasn't as. It's not as generic as Keith Lee's. Listen to it again. I don't need to listen to it again. Uh, Isaldes with Cedric. What is the new lineup of Hurt Business? Who is a tag team and who are the solo competitors? Uh, I think Cedric and Shelton would make an awesome tag team. Shelton and Cedric? Mm-hmm. That would make sense. That'd make sense. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And also, you know, the story they kind of set up with Shelton being somewhat suspicious of Cedric and his motivations for joining Hurt Business that mm-hmm. play into all that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, who did he have? He had like a mentor protege. Oh, it was him and Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was some fun stuff. Remember when they tried stuff. to do when Shelton's Benjamin's character was meme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Anyways, yeah, God. What the hell, dude? You know? Yeah. Where could that have possibly gone? Where could that have possibly See, that, gone? That wasn't part of the conversation, though. What, what, what should we do with Cedric? Uh, have him like try to be a meme every week. All right, go for it. That was yeah. probably the conversation. That was the extent of it. Hey, have you seen these memes? What? See, look at this. The people like these memes were like somebody staring off into space, and it's like math. It's like they're confused. Have somebody do that. Okay, how was that a story? I was just showing you a funny thing. Ah, the kids. Demo. Dan Barber. Call this a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh, we're in bad territory already, Dan Barber. He says, but considering the tagline for Clash of Champions is Gold Rush, and that was the name of the first NXT title tournament, whose finalists were Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal, if Drew has a match that night, do you think after he retains the WWE title, he can be attacked afterwards by a returning Jinder to set up that X3 man band member thing they teased? No, I no, I don't think they're referencing a, 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 a NXT tournament at all. That being said, I'd love to see Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. Agree with you on on both matters. Gold Rush could actually be a reference to unifying the tag titles, though. Could could. Uh, Kirsten, friendo, since a massive happy birthday to Steve. Yesterday was Steve's birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thanks. Thank you. I hope uh, you get yourself those orange shoes. Uh, if that's what you want me to use that gift card you, you got me, then for whatever you then, want, then I will do it. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Uh, I'm getting two new puppies in a couple weeks. What are some good wrestling theme names for them? One boy and one girl. And Nemo here, in response, says Pitbulls 1 and 2, which is the That's best good. answer. That's, That's the best answer. That's good. Uh, Rick and Scott. That's the good. Steiners. Uh, 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 Dynamite and Davy Boy. That's good. That's good. Um... Uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega. <laughs> All right. Make sure that's the full names, though. Yes. They're not done. I was just thinking of other tag teams. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet, uh, Baba Tunde needs to be managed by Shane. Daba Kato. Yeah, I'd love that. That'd be great. Uh, Nemo, in the next 2K game, do you think the Thunderdome will be a selectable stage? I think it seems perfectly reasonable to think that it will be. Yeah. I think that it will be. 
yeah. Unless they just don't, they don't want to remember this particular period of WWE past the period itself. Vince, I don't think Vince would think that this is a f- something to forget. I think the Performance Center he probably yeah, thinks yeah. was best forgotten. Yeah, not this. Uh, Die Hard Homer says, "Would Survivor Series be the best time to unify the tag titles?" I mean, it would make sense if they continue with the brand versus brand, but but if it's brand versus brand versus brand, that you can't really do it then. Just make this the story. Make it its own story. It doesn't have to be tied to brand versus brand. It, it can be its own thing. These guys are coming out for a challenge. Uh, unify the titles just based on its own merit. Where whatever pay per view it lands on, it lands on it. Uh, oh, this is a great question. Great question from Alex Foster. If you guys were a tag team, what would Adam Pierce confront you about during the show? Ate all the prime rib and catering. Steve, uh, Steve, there's a couple of the wrestlers now over a couple of weeks have said that you smell like shit out there in the ring. Do you have stomach issues? <clears throat> no, I just shit myself sometimes. Yeah, too get, much prime rib. I get nervous. Adam Pierce. <laughs> I get nervous sometimes. And you I had, my you scrap iron. You ever had the nervous poops? <laughs> I know you're scrap baseball. iron. I used to get nervous poops all the time when I played baseball. <laughs> oh, uh, night by night in kayfabe. How did Drew get the ambulance? Did he rent it? Did he steal it? No, it was just the one. That, they always have to have ambulances there. Yeah, it's just the one they always so, have. It was just the one they have there. Uh, Flats has a good question here. Uh, all the tag belts and and WWE feel meaningless. Who could raise their profiles? Da, 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 da. Yeah, if they came da, up to me da, at some da, point. Da, 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 da. Who could raise their profiles? Bring Imperium over from the UK. Well, really they're good. already here, but I think they're going to go back to the UK. Uh, fear and loathe and scrap iron is a parent that won't punish you no matter what you do. You just get a, 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 a modestly stern talking to. Yeah, He's like I'm trying to talk to him like an adult. This is this is a good question. Muted Mayday. What's the end game for this Alistair Owens feud? They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. I mean, you'd think Alistair would have to like come out of it on the winning end Kevin Owens is already just the guy that puts people over now Uh, let's see here Uh, Dr. Steve Winters will not pushing the tag team division hurt WWE like not pushing cruiserweights hurt WCW no I mean, it's no. to the point now where AEW's tag division is so loaded that if they brought someone else in, like they already have teams that massively popular and wildly successful and super talented teams they don't really do much with. Lucha Brothers, XLAX, I could go on. Their tag division is so stacked. No, I'm talking about, he said WWE. Did I say no, AEW? I oh. No, he said WWE, but I'm saying if they don't focus on WWE tag teams, sorry, if WWE doesn't focus on tag teams, if tag teams get fed up with not... Like the revival, get fed up with not having an opportunity, then they might take their talents elsewhere. But I was mm. saying my point was AEW, you know, like the most high-profile competitor WWE has here in the states, their tag division is already stacked. 
mm-hmm. how many more spots would there mm-hmm. really be available to him? Mm-hmm. That was the point. So mm-hmm. you got to talk Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Yeah. I'm trying to but think. But then that's so, the point where you're, unless you're just fed up with being in WWE. Like if um, you look if you look at okay, so let's look at the tag team division in in, in WWE in general. You got heavy machinery. They ain't going to go anywhere cuz Vince likes Otis. Um Cesaro and Nakamura are singles guys. Um like well, Cesaro any, is actually like he's a tag team specialist with pretty much anybody you put with him. With anybody you put with him, but if he goes anywhere else, like I could see that guy going to Japan. You know what I mean? And he'd be in the G1. I don't think that he'd be a tag team with any, but I could be wrong about that. Maybe he'll hook up with Chris Hero if, if he left, but I don't think he's going to. Um, like AOP, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. AEW seems to, yeah, I don't know. They seem to have, Tony Khan apparently wants to have more TV. He wants to have more mm-hmm. programming. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they could totally let their their wrestlers breathe that they already have. But they're also really good at putting like a bunch of people together. Like they're good at factions. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's not like there's anybody in the tag division that like I don't know should be a main eventer as a singles guy right now. Besides mm-hmm. Cesaro and Nakamura, mm-hmm. like Montez Ford could be a, a guy, but like well, in five I mean, years, I know, I know they're not an active tag team right now. But the New Day, Big E, he's a main eventer. Kofi has been a main eventer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what my point was. Broke Lesnar. Uh, uh, do you think it's possible that Billy Kay will end up being the standout instead of Peyton? It, it's all about opportunity, and if she's not given opportunity, she's not going to be able to make any use of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hugh heavy create a four-man finisher for her business. It has to end in a lumbar check. That moves awesome. So you do a combo. Uh, what's Lashley's the shoulder thing? Dominator? Is that oh, what it is? Dominator. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Dominator and then a, a, a Shelton's pay, paid dirt thing. Yeah, you can combo that. MVP has MVPs would be last. It'd be after the lumbar check because it's that silly. Doesn't he have like a silly like a five knuckle shuffle of his own? I don't think it's no, a finisher. He has something. No, he has another move. But it's yeah, the, the, the thing that he does, right? Yeah, that's not a finish though. Right, but that would be the finish because you've already oh, taken right. three, and that'd be gotcha. the cherry on top. You know. Gotcha. 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 Uh, White Brownie 92, if they still end up doing champion versus champion at Survivor Series, is it possible we'll get Asuka versus Bailey versus Io Shirai? It's entirely possible. That'd be awesome. I'd love it. Uh, Michael, I uh, oh, forget how to say his last name. Mygend? Mygend? Uh, I'm a week late, but am I the only one that heard Shane called Jack Daddy Ref Spider during last week's Underground Subbing? Didn't uh, Caljack tell us that's his nickname? Oh, maybe, but he's been doing that for a while. Calling, calling that ref spider. It's not the first time. Last week wasn't the first time. I don't think. No, I know. I know. Yeah. But I thought that Caljack told us that. Oh, maybe. Before Raw Underground, I think he mentioned that. Yeah, that could be. Uh, Doc Linderman's who ends up the baby face with Andrade and Garza if the split turns into a feud. Uh, so Garza, of course, he chickened out with Retribution, which isn't a baby face move. But Zelina is more money as a heel manager. Shouldn't they just both stay heels? Yeah, they probably should. Because, like, they're all dicks. <laughs> like, I don't, see, I don't see that changing. Like, they remember that weird, like, there was, like, two weeks when Garza was all of a sudden a face in NXT. Yeah, I know. I know. 
he was he like proposed to his fiance, and then all of a sudden he like he was trying to hit on everybody else. Uh, dang MQ, which feud ends first, Rollins versus the Mysterios or Corbin versus Riddle? Uh, probably Corbin versus Riddle because they're gonna wait till Ray's healed up from his triceps injury to have that match with with Seth, and that's gonna be another month and a half. Yeah, but you think that feud is gonna continue? Like it's gonna carry out every week until then? It's only so many Off things on. they can do. Off and on. Maybe. Uh, B Rooster, Drew versus Randy in a finisher versus finisher Iron Man match. You get a point every time you hit your finisher. That'd be an interesting idea. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Willie Powerbottom. When DiJack debuts on the main roster, what is he going to do with his $250,000 in Arby's money? I don't know. Uh, by Arby's. Uh, does, does he like riding mowers? <laughs> does he want tap dancing lessons? Uh, this is a good question. Gareth, do you think MVP's current run has earned him Hall of Famer status or too early to tell? I think it has. I think that it probably not. Like, it, like given given who they give the Hall of Fame status to, it was sort of like on the cusp because he was a U.S. champion. He was a, a decently big deal for a spell. Like Grant and I wasn't watching at the time, but uh, but now, yeah, over whatever he's going to do over the next three years, if he continues, he could be part of a main event scene. Like mm-hmm. Lashley, really, at some point, the hurt business should elevate Lashley to the main event scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to do something. Will we ever... Oh, sorry, will we get to see Baszler and Nia bond during a bar fight? It'll be something like that. They'll bond over violence somehow. I don't think it's going to be a bar fight, but it could be that. They did that already. Uh, saw this. Dark Order has Sinbad. What celebrity does the Hurt Business recruit to join them? Oh, man. Um... Gotta see if he's still alive. I'm gonna say Richard Roundtree. Good answer. Right? That's a really good answer. <laughs> Shut your mouth. That's a great answer. Uh dog authority figure. Uh do we get a proper Andrade Garza split in twenty twenty or will it continually be teased, built up to nothing? I think we're this gonna This is the new I think no, we're this, gonna, this could be the this could be the new uh Sasha Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week it'll be like nothing happened. Yep. Well, there was uh, Doctor Shelby was referenced, I believe, during this whole this whole uh, their match tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's gonna go. They'll go to that one lady who does it on. Uh, back, was it backstage? They had those segments, the therapy oh, yeah, sessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those little commercials. They that did. was pretty funny. Uh, oh, this is a great question, Paul Lenkick. I mean, it's more of a comment. Isn't it nice to see? Drew being the face champion and not being stupid. He's being yeah. just as ruthless and cunning as Orton. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's it's pretty cool what you could do with a, a baby face who isn't a pushover. Uh Moses supposes in fifteen to twenty years, 
What current superstars kid do you want to see in the main event of Raw? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus the Miz's kid. Daniel Bryan's kid versus the Miz's kid. Uh-oh, I think I lost you. Here you're about to say some really fast stuff. Oh, oh, there he is. 15, it's good. Huh? Uh, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. There he is. You froze on my screen and then did the blah, 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 blah thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, what superstar kid versus what superstar kid do you want to see? Who'd you say? Oh, Daniel Bryan versus Daniel, Daniel Bryan's, Bryan's kid, kid Birdie versus uh, whatever Mrs. Kid's name is. Monroe. That sounds right. Um. Monroe Sky. That's what it is. I can't really top that. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I don't even know. Eddie Brock's Venom. Not quite a WWE question, but I just watched All Out. And I feel that or and do you feel that uh, oh, Matt Cardona slash Zack Ryder is too WWE now? Because I feel he's just Zack Ryder in AEW and hasn't changed much since the move. Still woos and fist pumping. Yeah, that's that's his problem. And if they're gonna wait till he signs like a longer term deal to do anything with him, just don't can't put him on TV. He's wasting space. He's wasting a spot. That's somebody. If you're only Putting him on TV because he has several million Twitter follows, followers and a podcast. That's not a reason to put him on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if if, and if he's just going out there and just kind of doing the same thing he's always done and not challenging himself to do something different. Granted, he hasn't had like a, a full on one on one match, I don't think. Um, Dude, uh, Brody, you could see the freedom oh, yeah. of Brody Lee. And and now especially, the realization, the satisfaction of man, this is all on me. I have to kill it, and he is. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's got so much Chili's money. All that Chili's money, <laughs> six riding mowers. <laughs> anyway, is that it, dude? Sure. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back. Uh oh man tomorrow oh man I was gonna say tomorrow's the impact stream but we got oh, it's NXT man stupid NXT tomorrow damn it we'll be back well there's gonna be a new night. champion tomorrow oh it's gonna be Finn Balor spoiler alert Finn Balor I don't even know you that know that's that. not a spoiler that's what it's it is just speculation probably I mean it's essentially it ain't gonna be Adam Cole so it's gonna be Finn Balor it's, it's, it's the two greatest longest reigning NXT champions taking on each other. You could say to determine who's the greatest NXT champion. I just like chilling with my impact people, man. That's all I want to do. Well, you're going to have to wait a week. Sorry to tell you. Anyways. Maybe I don't have to wait a week. I got some bad news for you, Steve. You got bad bedside, man. You know that? It's Super Tuesday, too. How can you not be excited for something (laughs) that's called Super Tuesday, too? (laughs) It should be Super Tuesday, too. Comma, (laughs) T-O-O. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 
Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.